This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, it is the Indie Mayhem Show. Uh, I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania at Sorgatron Media Studios. And uh, this is the show where we would talk with people in and around independent professional wrestling. Or we talk to independent people around non-independent professional wrestling, as I think is what we can call today's situation. <laughs> so uh, we're going to have fun with this conversation. But first, um, please go check out everything to support this show and what we're doing. Of course, working with WrestlingMayhemShow.com. You can check out this and other wrestling podcasts, talking about all kinds of different stuff around professional wrestling and the back catalog of great interviews. And over at IndieWrestling.us, where you can find that back catalog of specifically the Indie Mayhem Show, and you can support a lot of the uh, wrestling and promotions that we work with uh, with, uh, with the Indie Wrestling Network and uh, and uh, other projects and VODs, downloads, everything like that, and see a lot of guys before they went to WWE or, or whatever other promotion they may be signed with these days. But today, uh, I'm very first, I got to give a shout out to Chad the Shad for hooking up uh, today's interview um, because uh, there's a new project coming on, and our guest today wants to talk about what's going on with that. And I have so many questions. I realize I've seen his work so much over the years. Uh, I'm really excited to have a conversation here with uh, Rob Schamberger with us on the line from, I believe, Kansas City, correct? Kansas City. Yes. I just drove by <laughs> Kansas City recently. So. <laughs> um, excellent. Excellent. So, hey, Rob, how are you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for having me on the show. So, of course, uh, you're an uh, uh, artist in residence with WWE. Uh, so let me not bury, bury the lead on that one there. Uh, you got a new project coming up that we'll talk about here, but we like to kind of do a little get to know you on the show. And obviously you, you, you're not, in, you're not this deep into it if you're not a fan. So let me know what, what was the first, uh, uh, what was the first memory you have of, of pro wrestling? Well, I, uh, I was hit probably my first memory would be the, the rock and wrestling cartoon. Um, but I didn't really get into it until I was 18. Uh, grew up with a single mom household with one TV. And I don't know, like Murder, She Wrote was on opposite <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. So I didn't get to watch uh, as a kid. But when my mom remarried, my stepfather was a fan back in the 60s and 70s. He mm-hmm. would go to Memorial Hall in Kansas City every week and, you know, watch Bulldog Bob Brown and Bob <laughs> Geigel and Harley Race and those guys. and. So I, I was there at their house doing laundry, and uh, <laughs> my stepfather was flipping through channels, landed on Ric Flair uh, doing a promo in the ring, and I was just like, bam, hooked. That's this good. would have been like 98, um, and I, I didn't know a whole lot about uh, wrestling. So the next week when I was there on, on a Monday again, I just wanted to find wrestling, and I was flipping through the channels. This was before there was a guide right like mm-hmm. you just flipped through and uh landed on raw instead of nitro and i was hooked you know it was uh so you know again like 98 99 around then so i mean i was i was all in on it so so in in you know obviously you know being involved with the art and everything what what came first was it the wrestling love or the or the art love the art for sure mm-hmm. uh when i was seven or eight i got my first comic book mm-hmm. and i knew at that moment I want to make something like this. Like the, you know, I knew like, okay, someone got paid to make this. This is a job that you can have. And 
uh, yeah, being a Kansas City guy, uh, the first comic I ever bought, uh, a Kansas City artist drew the cover of. So it's like, okay, this is real, right? Like I can do this. Mm-hmm. And everyone thought it was a phase because I was, you know, eight years old. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it just stayed with me. It's one of those when they say, what do you want to grow, be when you grow up? I want to be a fireman or something at that age. But you like stick yeah. with it. <laughs> right <laughs> right and and i'm i'm really like obsessive about stuff so mm-hmm. you know i i was quickly learning like every little step of how to make a comic so mm-hmm. by the time i was 12 i'd made my first one and by the time i was 17 i was self-publishing and distributing out of the trunk of my car like uh, mc hammer with mixtapes <laughs> <laughs> going all over town that way um so like the hustle was always there i i my comic book friends on this network will, will not uh let me probably wouldn't let me get away with asking what the comic book was it was an issue of the incredible hulk i'm mm-hmm. sorry i don't remember the exact number oh, that's fine it's actually just out of reach here or i would uh, uh grab it but uh it was like when he was gray and he was fighting the absorbing man on top of hoover <laughs> dam like if they know they know it's a it's a pretty iconic cover that's at great. least it is for me because it's what was my gateway but yeah that's where it started so this is something that you're already already you know 18 getting deep into the wrestling you're already in the art like uh, at what point did those two worlds kind of intersect for you it started uh probably like nine or ten years ago mm-hmm. uh i was making my own comics uh had some stuff published here and there but mm-hmm. nothing like to quit my day job over yeah and i was researching a graphic novel i kind of wanted to do the the Mad Men of pro wrestling Okay. Um, you know, like, uh, set in the seventies before the, the, you know, national TV era took over. And so I was researching that real hard. My mother-in-law's college roommate was Bob Geigel's daughter. Mm. And so I got to go to Bob's house and interview him. Uh, uh, Bob was the president of the NWA for quite a while oh, and was a, a wrestler himself and, and a, promoter here in the kansas city area actually i like most of missouri and iowa he ran uh Mm -hmm. before he became president of the nwa so uh like his basement was covered in eight by tens of every wrestler he ever worked with and he got to give me a tour of that and like picture by picture gave me like a personal story about every single one of them it was tremendous and i'm so mad i didn't have a video camera for that (laughs) uh you know getting that kind of history there in person uh, but I was researching that and drew some of it, but it, it just kind of got to the point where I'm like, this isn't working with comics. Like this approach is not doing it. Um, like I'll always have a day job yeah. if I yeah. keep this way. Right. And uh, uh, so then I was like, I, I was doing fine art on the side as well, but I wasn't standing out because I didn't have a subject matter where i could stand out that way and then i just put two and two together like fine art of pro wrestling and uh did a kickstarter and raised enough that i could quit that day job within a month and uh it's been crazy since and then yeah within a year wwe brought me under the umbrella wow so so you just just gained enough notoriety through that project and they, they just noticed right they they noticed me, but then I was um, touring a lot with it. Like yeah. I knew I, you know, you could see the art online, but there's a whole other thing to seeing it in person. Mm-hmm. So I was going to different wrestling type events, like and and the big notable ones were the Cauliflower Alley Club and the mm-hmm. National Wrestling Hall of Fame in Waterloo, Iowa. 
at, at those events, I met Ben Brown, who works uh, real close with Triple H, okay. and also um, Jerry Briscoe and Jim Ross, and stayed in touch with them over, you know, after that, and, and real quickly, uh, uh, they, they brought me in. That's amazing. That's <laughs> amazing. So, so <laughs> from the start, you know, we, we talk about, so, you know, the, is it the style that we see today? Um, this kind of, uh, uh, wild kinetic, I guess is a way to describe the style that we see in your work today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and it tries, I, I try to do something specific to each subject. Mm-hmm. Like it's as important, if not more important to me that it doesn't just look like the person, but the viewer gets the same feeling of looking at that art as they do watching them perform in the ring and uh, you know, getting that same kind of energy across that really speaks to each person's persona. Yeah. So, so it's, um, you know, you, you got in on, on this, like, what did they bring you on? Uh, you know, how, how are they looking to apply the art that you were already doing? Yeah, they, um, it's it's an amazing setup that that I had initially with WWE all the way to now, which is I own all of my work. Okay, and they actually license it from me. And so at first we were doing prints and posters. Pretty soon, uh, utilizing it on T-shirts, and uh, I, I would paint live at various events. Most notice notably uh, every year at WrestleMania Access. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, um, 30 through 35, obviously not this year. Uh, I was, uh, uh, painting live at access, uh, for them as well. That's awesome. So it really kind of became an integrative, uh, uh, relationship there. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, like what I do and they give me the freedom to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm uh, self-motivated on all of it. Like there's no sketch submissions or approvals or revisions. And every artist hates me that I have this kind of arrangement. <laughs> Uh, it's really awesome. And, and now, uh, through the, uh, trust that I've built with them and with my audience, uh, now with the the website I just launched, shambergerlabs.com, uh, I'm, uh, fully in charge of all of it, uh, created and curated by this guy. That's awesome. So, so, so what you've been doing this for, for several years now, um, you know, what, what led to that change to like, I'm going to present this you know, myself and not just through their shop? Um, it, it was my plan all along. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I knew that I need because they had never worked with an artist in the way that so, they do with me. So, I, so either uh, way, you're, you're kind of laying new groundwork for the company. Yes. Uh, and, and really in a way that they work with individuals, like a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that you see now, I was the canary in the coal mine for it. So like <laughs> uh, uh, Sam Roberts actually says that quite a bit that, you know, like, things working out with me led to him being able to be a part of it. Um, so the, the, and, so in, for those that don't know, like Sam Roberts is, is an independent, like he does his own podcast, I believe radio show as well. Right. Yeah. But he's yeah. not like a full on employee. He just kind of comes in for like, I guess specific things if, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, like, he's got the network show now and it was actually, um, you know, me back in the day with Canvas to Canvas, my YouTube show that I do with WWE, like where I show how to make a painting, uh, you know, do a new one each week. I shoot, direct, produce, edit, all of that. And uh, uh, they they uh, 
have been uh, using it now on their channel for 340 straight weeks. Wow. <laughs> it's the, the longest running original show on, on their YouTube channel. Take that Zack Ryder. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, uh, lapped him a couple times now. <laughs> 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 that's great so it's really cool that you, you've got this like really like i say integrated kind of thing and say that in and, and this is stuff that you know you, you've shown up on uh i think i showed a tops card with with walter a moment ago if not i'm going to show it in a moment uh, uh ww2k stuff like this is art that we've definitely seen across the board across multiple medias yeah yeah i uh uh through wwe uh you know the the platform they gave me a lot of their other licensing partners started saying, hey, we want to work with this guy. Mm-hmm. So Tops, Mattel, 2K, uh, several others uh, have uh, you know, given me a, a similar platform to be able to work with them. And yeah, all of that has been tremendous too. Like this recent Tops Undisputed set, uh, the feedback on that was wonderful. And, and this, is the, uh, this is the set that I'm seeing on your Instagram uh, featured prominently right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And also a recent um, Mattel figure, the uh, Elite Legends uh, uh, set has uh, an Ultimate Warrior uh, figure that features the coat that I painted for Warrior uh, that he wore in what ended up being his final appearance. Oh, geez. Yeah, and that's really powerful, being able to hold that in my hands, that, you know, this is something that, you know, is now this kind of thing after that whole uh, um, experience. Uh, it's real wonderful. Wow. We're looking at right now, if we were on the visual uh, video version with us uh, out there for Indie Mayhem show, um, that, that is astonishing to be part of something like that. Uh, yeah, it's really wonderful. Um, and, and I saw, I was reading your bio. I said, as you've been featured in, in uh, uh, like on raw and total divas, things like that. Um, you know, what kind of roles have they, they've kind of brought you in on those kinds of things that we probably (laughs) saw you and didn't realize it was you, (laughs) uh, pre pandemic. Um, I I was backstage about once a month Okay, and, uh, a lot of that is just being there. Um, you know, like when, when I was on raw, it was me and and Stephanie together doing a a segment Mm -hmm. and it was, it was because I was backstage painting uh that that <laughs> night uh they it was a it was an awesome night it was uh when there was the huge tear apart between brock lesnar and undertaker mm. um and uh like the setup for that was actually me and steph talking in front of this painting and uh uh then you know everything you know chaos ensued but uh they were going to do it somewhere else and she stopped and it was like five minutes before they were going to go live with that segment She's like, no, we're going to put Rob over tonight. And uh, <laughs> so it was like a really sudden thing and, yeah. and really wonderful. And there was another time with uh, where like a, I quote made a sign for New Day and they were taking it out to the ring with them. I think it was like a save the tables thing or something. I don't remember. <laughs> but um, it was uh, Xavier Woods, you know, saw me there. and He's like, hey, let's, you know, include Rob in this. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, when I was on Total Divas and and Ms. and Mrs., it was the same thing. It was I was there. They're like, this art is you know cool. It, it'd be different on our show, and uh, um, you know got me included that way. That's amazing. Uh, you just just in the process. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> um, I did have a couple of questions. Like I said, our, our, our crew, uh, when they heard you were going to be on, I asked for a couple of questions from them. Um, this is one from our boy, our boy Mad Mike up there in uh, New York. Uh, he's asking, uh, what iconic moment would you love to capture from history that like something that hasn't happened yet? Like an example, like we haven't seen a rock versus HPK kind of moment or something like that. Like what kind of like fantasy thing do you wish you could capture? Um, I, I, uh, would love to see Randy Orton really mix it up for a run in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like him and Ciampa or, um, uh, Gargano, uh, a lot of the people that are, you know, making their names there, the way Randy carries himself on social, especially with, uh, <laughs> younger talent, yes. seeing that like, uh, on screen would be rad. And, uh, I, I think that they could really make some magic there. And I keep speaking this out into the world. Hopefully, eventually it'll happen. <laughs> I, I, I'd be here for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, so uh, Rob was asking about like you know painting things other than WWE. Like when you started, was it exclusively WWE? Was it wrestling across the board? Um, you know, or do you still? I mean, I'm sure WWE keeps you plenty busy in material right now. But yeah. is there any other subjects, whether whether uh, other promotions or other off wrestling thing that you still like are are partaking in art wise? Sure, um, I, I fit things in here and there, but yes, WWE—they um, keep me plenty busy, and <laughs> and uh, again, it's because this this platform they give me. It's uh, I'm able to do as much as I want, and then we can figure out you know what to do with it from there. Mm-hmm. And I don't have that arrangement with others. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there are like passion projects I'll do, like just in October. Uh, every October, I try to do like a themed thing that's outside of wrestling, kind of a palate cleanser, and um, uh, try to uh, do a, a new painting every day. So this past month was what I called Trektober, uh, where every <laughs> day I did a different Star Trek painting, uh, which was awesome. A uh, year before, I did music-based stuff, and uh, a couple years before that, it was all uh, horror movie, monster movie type stuff. Uh, it's, you know, whatever is, uh, interesting me at that point, the, the feedback to the Star Trek stuff was tremendous and I'll probably do it again, uh, next year, uh, schedule willing. I love it. I love it. Wait, is that is that is that from the animated series? Is that the cat girl yes. from the animated series yeah. I'm seeing there? <laughs> I go deep, man. <laughs> Lieutenant Mress. <laughs> on there wow yeah wow that's got that's, mrs and eric's both in the set that's some deep um, cuts I, I, I wanted to make sure people knew that i was uh for real about this like I, <laughs> from the the moment i could understand what i was seeing on tv i was a star trek fan be like listen i'm not a fly-by-night trekkie because it's cool no, so I'm legit <laughs> <laughs> i'm all in on this one just like the wrestling uh <laughs> Awesome. I, I could do the the live long and prosper before I knew how to drive. <laughs> I find myself doing the doing the the live long and prosper when I point at people sometimes, and I was like, "Oh, this is just where I'm at." Okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's either that or Wu Tang. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see the Wu Tang is forever sign on here too. Um, so here's the fun question: 
This is listen. We always used to ask this question when we didn't know how to interview people. Uh, <laughs> and here's a version of: we always used to ask what vegetable. If you're a vegetable, what vegetable would you be? You'd be amazed the answers we got from everybody from from freight train to Johnny Gargano over the years. Uh, but uh, <laughs> if you, Alex from California, would love us to ask if you'd paint a bowl of vegetables, what would it be? <laughs> Uh, now, are they cooked or uncooked? Uh, your choice. I, think, okay. I don't think anybody's ever asked that before. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a cooked baked bean. <laughs> well, uh, texture-wise, I think like a mix of uh, broccoli and cauliflower would be Ooh, fun to paint. A medley, if Me- you will. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the different textures there would mm-hmm. be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a fun still life. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I always usually ask a version of this question to, especially to our indie wrestling friends. Uh, but uh, what is the uh, best and worst thing about painting uh, wrestling? Um, best thing is I get to do this for a living. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, how cool, right? And then it's like uh, something I started doing that I wanted to do, and uh, I get to do it for a living. It's tremendous um worst thing uh social media <laughs> <laughs> that's everybody's worst thing these days isn't it <laughs> yeah uh the uh, yeah there there's nothing that prepares you for 10,000 people within half an hour telling you that you're terrible um, so that's the th- so so like yeah. what are they coming at you for because uh, they're just just critics of the art or um i'm not a i'm not a gamer Okay. Okay. Um, and I did art for a video game. Okay. And that audience. Oh. Uh, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Wait, wait, yeah. What, what was the? What was the? Was it the cover art? I, I'm sorry. I haven't gotten the last two two K games. Uh, I'm more of a WWE Battlegrounds kind of guy. Uh, what? Like, was your art the covers? Was it in game? Like, how was it featured? Yeah, the the first time I worked with 2K, who were awesome. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I've got you know good friends there at that company. Um, but uh, the first one that all everything went great was uh, a painting of Nakamura that was included in like the special edition that year. Uh, I think it would have been like the the NXT special edition mm-hmm. uh, came with a Nakamura painting that I did for that. Uh, and that was awesome. But there was uh, in-game stuff for Supercard that uh ah. um the and, and like here's the thing like uh their their user base is massive right like right. it's the the population of denmark is like <laughs> the same equivalent and, um so when you have a vocal minority it's mm-hmm. proportionately just enorm- that, that enormous. much more enormous yeah yeah and and it uh um it, it's just the reality of it uh, you know the the majority of their user base love the stuff and uh their their uh other companies that they work with like uh google play and and the itunes store featured the artwork um but it was uh, uh a certain segment that was very vocal uh had their opinions <laughs> of course of course but hey yeah. you're there making your living at it so you know right I, I think I think I just turned work. off Twitter for a week and I was yeah, cool. Yeah, just be like, hey, <laughs> put this over here. So again, let's let's drive home. You got the new project. You got the you got the labs website. Um, um, tell me a little bit more about what's going to be featured here. Uh, what's already featured here? Is there anything upcoming to look out for? Uh, over there. 
Yeah, it uh, is now uh, it's the public face of of what I've been building towards my whole career, which is having my entire library up of all my WWE art, uh, over 360 prints, over 200 original paintings, and people get to access them for the first time uh, for a lot of them. And uh, new work goes up at least once a week, um, every uh, Sunday there'll be uh, a new piece that debuts on there and uh, the website will update throughout every week, you know, with different featured superstars and, and prints. And also the canvas to canvas series is featured right there on the front page as well. And uh, whenever a new episode goes up every Monday, uh, I'll update that on there as well. And there's also a, a blog posts on there where I write up about, you know, my thinking on each piece and, you know, what, what it kind of means more than just what you're looking at. Uh, it's, it's everything that I do. And all of this is stage one. Uh, you know, once we get all of this worked out, making sure it's all working, then, uh, I can build on it and I'm not going to talk about how yet because it's really, really awesome. And I'm going (laughs) to save that for another round. Oh, that's fantastic. Like I said, it's it's art that I know has popped up on my radar over the years. If you're a WWE fan, you probably have not. You've probably stumbled on something he's done and been blown away by it over the last several years. Uh, this is great. Uh, I'm following all this stuff, so I don't miss the next uh, uh, Star Trek-y thing you do. Uh, <laughs> or, or maybe Wu-Tang is your thing this next year. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so um, either way, I'm here for it. Um, so to go check that out uh shamburgerlabs.com and uh where can people find you on social media and everything too on uh twitter and instagram it's at rob shamburger and uh i post pretty often and uh, uh all the art there awesome. also uh um wwe shop wwe auction uh artwork is available there wwe shop especially has the the t-shirts with the art on it and uh, every Monday on WWE's YouTube channel is Canvas to Canvas. Uh, I'm the Bob Ross of wrestling, but with less hair. <laughs> I love it. Uh, any last last one to throw out there? Any any tips for an eight year old uh, Rob or Robin out there that uh, wants to get into art? Draw, um, draw all the time, and uh, draw lots of different things. What interests you, uh, try to draw other people's art to learn how they did what they did. And everything that you do, you'll find that the next thing you do is a little bit better. Mm. So if this is something you love doing, just do it. And eventually it'll, you'll make it happen. I love it. I love it. Great advice there. Uh, thank you, Rob, for joining us. And uh, again, if you guys like what's going on here, these types of conversations, we got plenty more over on the Indie Mayhem Show. Subscribe to it on your favorite podcast provider. And of course, check out back episodes and other great uh, content over at IndieWrestling.us and WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Thank you again, Rob, for joining us. Thank you for joining us as well. Until next time, please support Indie Wrestling, Indie Artists, Wrestling, Artists, all of, all of the above. We'll see you guys next time. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.